Hello, campers. Welcome to the Campfire Gaming Podcast. I'll be your host tonight, Chris, and along with me are going to be Rich and Matt. Uh, tonight, we have a whole bunch of topics to talk about, predominantly Xbox and PC related, along with some uh, surprising news from, well, I guess for us yesterday, but uh, for you guys, Monday. Uh, but first and foremost, let's make sure we pimp our links uh first things we do have the campfire gaming uh website campfiregamingpodcast.com our discord channel where we do have a lot of different chats a lot of people talking about halo right now lots of in-depth conversations um our twitter at came <laughs> at yeah I'll, I'll figure it out <laughs> at camp game pod i'm tweeting on the thing and i can't even say it um our instagram at campfire gaming podcast our youtube channel which you might be looking at this right now just make sure to hit that like and subscribe button that's probably sitting over here somewhere if i remember correctly uh on our twitch channel which we're working on getting up to speed a little bit more some technical difficulties are getting in the way right now uh and if you are listening to us on a audio format Please make sure you uh, subscribe and, you know, rate and review us because we like to know those kind of things. See what people think. Um, so, gentlemen, I feel like let's just jump right into it with the Xbox anniversary celebration. 20, let's get wet. 20 golden years. <laughs> oh, should we, should we give a now? should we give like a proper happy birthday to Xbox? Like sing happy birthday. Well, we get demonetized if we sing happy birthday. I mean, we have to be monetized before we're demonetized. But. <laughs> All right, that's true. So yeah, <laughs> screw it. I mean, yeah. ready? Happy twentieth. One more year, and you can drink Xbox. <laughs> it depends where you are. Should we? You guys want to sing? I'm. I'm. Hell game. yeah! Do that. All right. Yeah, we gotta wish. We gotta wish Xbox and our favorite video game uh, a, a proper happy birthday. Yeah. All right. So happy. three. Oh. No, 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 no. Okay, okay. We gotta, okay, we gotta okay. count it off. All right, three. All right, all right. Yeah, three, two, one. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Xbox and Halo. And Halo. Halo. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. And many more. Okay, that is not synchronized at all. I really can't wait. Uh, it's, that's it's all right. Back later. It's, it's gonna be beautiful. perfect. We gotta do it our own way. All right. A yep. Absolutely. So yeah, as we uh, mentioned, twenty years of existence for the Xbox console, uh, along with, of course, one of our favorite games, Halo. Um, yeah. We, we did get to see a really kind of an interesting presentation, kind of recapping the last 20 years of xbox uh along with uh, so a couple of surprise announcements uh and some old faces returning that we mm -hmm. haven't seen in forever i honestly had forgotten about robbie bach yeah <laughs> yeah i did too <laughs> I, I really liked um obviously it was all digitally done and stuff but yeah. it, the stage that they put them oh, on was, was so really cool, cool. Yeah. He's out yeah. here talking about launching the OG Xbox back in, you know, 2001. 
and his stage is it almost looks like the original ui from or <laughs> dashboard ui from the og xbox and it was so cool i i loved it it was awesome i'm getting boomer feelings just thinking about that og <laughs> xbox dashboard yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or that, I like the, the voices you could hear if you listen closely or whatever, whatever yeah. play, you know. Yep. I like how they showed the uh, the old press conference with The Rock and yeah. Bill Gates hanging out on stage. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's a throwback. Right. The Rock with hair. It's been so long since I've thought about that at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and we did get an appearance from the current Rock who was plugging Red Notice, Red. I think is his Netflix movie. Yeah. But he also has, I think it's xboxvault.com. They're doing some type of giveaway of um, limited merchandise and tie-ins and that kind of stuff. But I would recommend checking it out if you want to try to get your hands on some Xbox merch. Um, I believe it's still up as of right now. It probably should still be up by the time this podcast goes live. If you're listening to this in the future, well, you know, you should have found us sooner. So that's kind of on you. Um, We also got an announcement on kind of a cool documentary that I'm really excited to see. The Power Power On, right, was what it was called. Yep. Um, A six-part documentary showcasing the origins of the Xbox, which just sounds kind of cool, which feels weird, Mm -hmm. but still. Let's go. We're going to get some cool, I think, uh, some really awesome behind-the-scenes looks on on the Xbox. That's going to be awesome. Yeah, I'd actually pump me up more than another series that we'll talk about in a second but like i love a lot of that nerdy stuff and it's just it was i got so excited it's like this is gonna be so cool listening to these old you know microsoft heads and leads and and you know like they kind of dipped into it a little bit and i guess you could say the trailer they kind of showed off in there were like you know the direct x team was throwing this together and they were just barging into meetings to try to push this thing and you know and here we are today it worked out and yeah, so it'll be really exciting to, you know, watch that and kind of get a lot more of the history that I'm sure a lot of us don't know, you know, some of the details right. on how it was uh, created and the origins and all that fun stuff. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, what, I was, I was 11 when the Xbox came out. <laughs> I am now in my 30s. Just going to oh put that, you know, that's I just how gonna, it is. I was going to ask you, and, and maybe now's as good a time as ever, like, so like when I first played an Xbox, I'm dating myself. Uh, it was like Thanksgiving weekend. I think it was like Black mm-hmm. Friday. So it was a couple weeks mm. after launch, right? And uh, I had trouble with the twin sticks, right? Yeah. I think there were days of that, you know, because I remember running around. Uh, I think it was Sidewinder, and my buddy's just rocketing me, you know, because he had a he had what a week or two weeks there to get familiarized with the the, the dual sticks there and. And uh, he was able to run around and murder me and just it was it was a good time nonetheless. But, you know, that was kind of my first experience with with the OG Xbox it was just getting slaughtered in Halo from somebody who had mastered the twin sticks. So mm-hmm. curious what, what your guys' first first time with the Xbox was my first impression with the Xbox. Oh, my God. It's, this is kind of a funny story, I think. So originally when the xbox came out it was yeah it was in no of course it was obviously in november we had gotten a a christmas check from one of my grandmothers at the time and she sent us a a big check that my dad was like with this check we are gonna go buy a video game console and i'm like (laughs) hell yeah we're getting a gamecube let's go (laughs) so i was so excited to get this gamecube 
because I wanted to play Pikmin. I wanted to play Mario Sunshine. And it's just, I was, I was hype. But then my dad decided to pull a fast one. And then he ended up getting an Xbox. And then I threw a shit fit because I was, you know, 11, 10, 11 years old at the time. So I threw a hissy fit because I wanted to play Pikmin and I didn't want no stupid Xbox. Little did I know I would then, you know, a couple months down the road be introduced to like one of my favorite games and series of, of all time. And we can get into that story, too, because that's fun, yeah. too. I love talking about. Did you did Halo your dad bring that. home Halo? He did not. No, we didn't. Oh, we didn't okay. buy it off the bat. And uh, yeah, I'll get in. I think once we talk about the Halo stuff, we should definitely go into some of this, like, you know, thinking about the past or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I, mean, I, I threw a big hissy fit. We ended up with uh, Munch's Odyssey as oh, yeah, uh, as, a, as our first game. And then I think we had Blood Wake. No, oh, I th- that came later. I think it literally Blood just Wake was, was Munch's was Odyssey. Wake. I think it was just yeah. I think that's all we had at the very start was Munch's Odyssey. Wow. Yeah. No, I I traded in my um, Nintendo sixty four to get my hands on an Xbox because I'd been the uh, bungee nerd for already eight no seven years at that point. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of a gimme to be like, oh yeah, nope, take this. I want that, please. Gimme, 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 gimme. But uh, that's funny because it took me eight months to convince my parents to let me buy. It wasn't until July, like 30th of 2022 <laughs> or 2002 that I, I mean, finally convinced my parents that I, uh, to let me buy the console. So I, I was 16 and had a job and I had the money and stuff. My, yeah. my parents just hated having, they were okay with handheld. So I had like a game <laughs> boy and a game gear and all that stuff. But uh, those hooking something up to the TV, just my, my, my no. parents weren't a fan, so it took me eight <laughs> months of just like begging and pleading, like "Let me get it," you know. So finally mm-hmm. got it, and here we are today. Right. Well, uh, some other things that got announced: we had the last batch of backwards compatible games, um, a seventy OG and three sixty uh, Xbox games, which has some pretty decent titles in there, including mm-hmm. the Complete Fear series. Uh, I'm really excited that I can keep playing. Um, <laughs> Max Payne. I almost said Mad Max. I had to hold it back. Um, and as well as the Skate franchise, which unfortunately they are still turning off the multiplayer servers over at EA, but that is what it is. And a whole bunch of other damn EA, right? A whole bunch of other random titles, including a handful of Star Wars ones, which makes this OG nerd I um, a, excited. I had Starfighter. I love Star Wars so much. I played a crap ton of Star Wars Mm -hmm. Starfighter on my Xbox. That was awesome. Some some other ones here, at least ones that I'm kind of picking out, looking at the list here. Uh, Advent Rising. Um, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Oddworld Munch's Odyssey. Dead or Alive. (laughs) Uh, Dead or Alive. Yeah, I did Uh, have that. We did have Dead or Alive. (laughs) Time Splitters Two. You know, so there's some good games out there. You know, and of course, yeah, that Max Payne series. Ooh, that 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 was just. So good. Don't forget 50 Cent, Blood blood on the Sand. Yeah, there we go. I heard go. that was actually a decent game, which is a little crazy. <laughs> That's what I heard, too, but I never played it. Yeah, I never played it either. No. Uh, I just little... like watching the uh, the memes where, uh, where, where Snoop Dogg is reacting to him dying <laughs> in 50 Cent. Spoilers, by the way. 50 Cent. Just ruined the, see, now, why would I play the game now? Yeah. Just ruined. No reason to. Yeah. <laughs> Um, a little sad that the program is coming to an end. There's still a handful of other titles I would have loved to have seen come over, but um, still they've delivered 
a ton mm -hmm. of titles onto uh, current generation and the previous generation Xboxes. Um, we did get something that I believe really disappointed Matt because uh, he was immediately messaging about it. Uh, the first teaser trailer for the Halo TV series on Paramount Plus. Matt, honestly, the only reason it? the only reason I'm mad is it literally was just a <laughs> teaser, like, right? Like, yeah, know, like, like, give me a trailer. Yeah. I hate these. I hate these little five second teasers for things anymore. It's just like <laughs> I'm over that, right? I'm done. I'm done all these new marketing gimmicks that they do. Just give me a well, it's at least a thirty second trailer. I, I don't know. It wasn't thirty second. It might have been, but there was. It may have been, but whatever. Um, you 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 basically see the back of uh, Pablo uh, Shriver, Shriver's head. Yeah, it's, for the it, whole thing was, as Master Chief. It's got some scars. Yeah. It's like 30 seconds, but it's really only about half of that that there's any yeah. sort of anything. But again, yeah, it's just it's just this guy putting on the Master Chief or Spartan helmet. So, um, yeah, so I was like, I was all excited because I heard the rumor <laughs> that this was going to happen. So I'm like, yeah, they're going to drop a trailer. This is going to be cool. And, as a, you know, so I, I set myself up to fail there. So that's that's only my it's, fault. You know? uh, considering it's a TV show, I'm going to guess they aren't that far along in the um, special effects department. So I'm going to guess any actual footage they would have would look kind of rough. You know, um, I kind of hope they use like really practical effects for like the grunts and the jackals and all that. Oh, like, that would be super cool. Man, that'd be so sick if we got some like puppeteers kind of doing some action with like, you right. know, like the elites Get and stuff Jim like Hansen's that. Jim Henson's Muppet Studio in there. Hell yeah, that'd be cool as hell. Yeah. Like, you know, CG, CG is in there. <laughs> yeah, like CG, I mean, CG is okay, but like, God, it's so it looks so lame, right? Compared to like, yeah, like puppetry, it just looks cool. Yeah, time will tell. We'll uh, we'll see. Hopefully, we'll learn more before too long. Hopefully, honestly, depends on when it streams next year, right? Yeah, it's they, like, yeah. they probably they they'll just get something said twenty twenty two. Yeah, we didn't get anything something other than that. Can have something competing for the next season of The Mandalorian or something right. like that. You know what? And I will say, so far, the most disappointing part of that trailer is that it's coming to Paramount+. Plus. Yeah, it does kind of I suck at the streaming service. Yeah, I was not happy about that. I was like, man, like, Paramount+, Plus, come on. <laughs> I don't want to subscribe to Paramount+. Plus. But you maybe, can watch all the Star Treks. I, this is going to be one of those, like, I sign up for a month just to watch the Halo <laughs> series and then I dump the subscription until the next season of Halo series. That's, that's what I'm going to do. I, I, I mean, I'm still holding out that we'll get an um, Game Pass Ultimate perk that gives us like a free month of it. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, that was what I was going to say that or like it would be really cool if they just put it in the Halo Waypoint app oh, sure. or something like that, you know, like they did. I think they did that with uh, what was it? Nightfall. Yeah, it they was did nice do that with Nightfall. That. Yeah. Yep. It was originally like a five-part series they split off into there. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, but I mean, this is this is something to get people to spend money. Yeah, and get this on the is. Service, so I doubt it, but I, I hope there is like a yeah a free Paramount month Plus. or something. <laughs> I'm just over all the TV streaming services being split. It's kind of like the argument we have with the different, uh, you know, like Steam and Origins. Like, I just want Steam. Make it easy, right? Yeah, I just want, <laughs> I just want only Netflix again. You know what? Netflix, Fine. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, yeah, I have to subscribe to Hulu, Netflix, Paramount Plus, Disney Plus, everything with a plus. <laughs> or a max. Yeah. Um, last, but very certainly, absolutely not the least, 
we got an announcement that had kind of been rumored a little bit, but it was official, uh, made official. <laughs> yeah, that leaker was pretty good. Secret. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, pretty much all of us were more or less expecting it to happen. Um, but the beta of the Halo multiplayer is out right now. Live. Go yeah. get it. Yeah. We've already played it. Yeah, oh, all of us, I believe, have played it at this point. Um, yep. One quick thing I want to mention, they they do call it specifically a beta because they do expect there to be some bugs because of the amount of players they have playing it. Um, I believe I saw the totals were around 260,000 on Steam alone. Let's uh, go. Current play In the it. first like 12 hours yeah. that it was released yesterday or whatever. Yeah. Which is no, I mean, It's insane. Yeah. I, my favorite thing kind of jumping back to how it was announced was good old Pringles. Yeah, <laughs> they did kind of leak. They were the first. You could say they, you could say they popped the top on that one, didn't they? <laughs> Once you pop, you just can't take it back. So. You can't take it back. No, they did but, remove uh, the countdown eventually, yeah. but uh, the cat was out of the bag at that point. So I think so we need to make that the title of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> um. But. Yeah, so yeah. once they um they basically were advertising was it the Moa Burger Pringles yep. Halo yep. themed Tasty. ones I'll and they put say. a countdown for like I don't know a day and twelve hours or something on Saturday and yeah Chris you were saying it, it's what like it tastes like a teriyaki burger or something? yeah that's the closest thing I could come up with like a Polynesian kind of burger taste to it it's pretty good I okay. I gotta give them credit I'll have to go find some uh it's uh so far I have only found Walmart's to be the ones carrying them so okay. that's your right. that's what you got to go look for guess I'll make right. a trip down there so. <laughs> but yeah no, it was good I mean once that started then like people were finding like oh they're bringing Azure servers online they're doing all you know people started digging and it's like okay yep yeah people were data mining it like right. leading up to this anniversary thing like over the weekend yeah we had a ton of information start surfacing is yeah people were like whoa like data miners are finding that like the 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 heroes of reach is being it looks like it's being slated for the 15th like what's that about and like this little pringles thing is all weird and the yeah, store we were listing for the multiplayer was like yeah. bumped to the 15th instead mm -hmm. of the 8th of december you know but the, the campaign side was still set for december so it was like yeah it was yeah I mean, kudos easy. to them if they've been hanging on to this one for a long time. Like if they were like, you know, we're going to keep this one close to the chest and we're just going to say we're releasing it on the 8th like everything else. And it wasn't until like literally the weekend before that this started coming out. So mm -hmm. good job keeping it, keeping it tight lipped. Sorry mm -hmm. that Pringles ruined it for me. <laughs> And I will say, I mean, it was rough, I heard initially, but I, I was in the office, so I couldn't touch it. But as soon as I got on at about five o'clock in the afternoon, it played really, it was really stable. Like, I didn't have any yeah. connection issues. No, it seemed a little slow for me to get into matches, but I imagine that's going to improve as the, you know, the next month. Yes. Get more so. stuff online. Yeah. So I played most of the evening last night and I did run into I would say quite a few technical issues. Um, okay. You know, I was trying to play ranked and I think I probably crashed out of like four ranked matches, which was really, really disappointing because, you know, uh, you can't um, you can't join back into your matches. Mm -hmm. And because that feature isn't in, like I was just kind of screwed out of those matches and my, my poor team was screwed out of being out of having an additional player on their team. So that's that was kind of a bummer. Yeah. And then um yeah, I mean, like, as far as, like, network and latency and all that, yeah, it's, it performed 
pretty solid. Like even in big team battle, it was working very, very well. Me and a buddy of mine, we were playing big team battle for a good chunk of the evening. And, you know, we were having a really, really good experience playing on some of the new maps too, with some of the different modes. They're so cool. Yeah. That Mm -hmm. core mode is kind of weird. Did you guys play that? No, I had, I I did a BTV. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, so you, you, they get um, a bunch of like these little fusion cores that get dropped on the map and you have to collect them and bring them back to your base and like insert them into like a little like station in your base. But at the same time, the enemy team can go to your base and yoink them out of your base and try and bring them back to their base. And so you're trying to like power up a certain number of cores. And we were just having a we were having a blast with that because like we're just kind of scrambling all over the map trying to collect these cores and like we're doing spec ops missions trying to like yoink them out of the enemy team's base or catch them trying to (laughs) deliver them back to their base or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was fun. I was we were having a good old time with that. I finally got to do some some, you know, I, I got some uh some montage footage for myself. Not really. I just got to do one of those cool trailer moments. So I got to, I had the the grapple hook and I yoinked onto a, onto a, a ghost and I flew into it and I had the grab hammer and I just fucking like right in <laughs> front of nice. the ghost. Yeah. I was like, Hey, I did the trailer thing. That's awesome. I, I didn't most... have any epic moments other than winning two, um, two out of my three games I played. So. My my only epic moment is more related to and I, I haven't verified to see where it's at today, but I had um, I got an achievement called Splatter where you run over a guy with a brute chopper, and I was one uh, only one point five three percent of players had unlocked it so far, and I was like, yeah, super rare, that's awesome. I, I got, got one where um, what is see let's see if uh, I got one a fellow of infinite jest. That was a achievement I got, which was kill three enemies with the ball in a match made oddball game. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I was. I, I, I think I only got ball. two. I'm. A, I almost had that. I because my one just kind of just quick play uh, match was an oddball, and uh, nobody wanted to hold. I mean, obviously the team wanted to, but nobody on my team wanted to pick it up. So I held it for basically the majority of the game. But I think yeah, I think I got about two kills with it. So damn, it was close to it. <laughs> Uh, yeah good times <laughs> yep and um so season... i don't hate it oh. by the oh, way Oh, there we go hey initial, initial thoughts there was the one bug i ran into was the one game i lost so it's weird i they need to fix that i don't lose games you losing so three, okay four three you need to go fix that if i'm Please. playing also <laughs> like i know you guys are controller players but Wow, what was the person who was coming up with the default keybind smoking when they came up with those? Like <laughs> are they bad? They're weird. Your swap weapon is v- like V. Your V is like your your switch weapons. They have that as a default keybind. And then they, like they must assume your thumb? Yeah, and it's like so it's weird too because like okay, so I think by default your so your shift key is your sprint. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. So by default, I think they have it so that you have to hold to press sh- to to sh- sprint, and then they have your left control as your crouch and slide. Now try doing that. Now try sprinting and doing a crouch slide with your pinky, 
You literally have to take your finger off the shift key to do that. I had to rebind that to like C or something (laughs) like that so that I could be shift, you know, sprinting and then like slide and doing all that. And then like, um, I think like changing the grenades or something like that is like B, which is super, super weird. Like, like I said, the the default key binds are goofy. I don't know what, I don't know what that was all about, but. Yeah, I'm I'm a I'm a controller scrub. Sorry for the audio people, but I'm showing the the uh, Elite Controller Two. That's what that. I'm playing on. Yeah, so, mine's sitting in a box right now. I have to go get oh, it. It's so gorgeous. It's super cool, super nice. <laughs> I'll have to put some pictures up on the Instagram and and then you can share them on Twitter so there people you go. can see. Super nice. But yeah, no, I'm one of them dirty controller scrubs. But um, um did you did you, either of you guys hop in a Warhog at all and use a turret? Yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah, I, I had a rocket turret. So you used you used the controller. Did you feel like the turret turned slower? Yeah, it like, definitely wasn't that quick at it. Yeah, because this is a weird thing. I remember complaining in the beta that that gun did nothing, but it felt to me like a normal warthog gun as far as being able to rotate with the controller. I feel like it's a lot more powerful now, but they slowed down rotation and how fast you can oh. rotate it. So I'm curious oh. to maybe try it with mouse and keyboard to see if you can move faster. Um, but I'm wondering if that was one of those trade-offs. We'll make it, you know, stronger, but now it's harder to kind of, especially as you're, like, that was the hard thing is as you're whizzing by people is kind of tracking as, yeah. you know, with the gun. Because um, I know there was a couple of times we, I was I was gunner and somebody was just driving down the trail and I'm trying to track the people, you know, off the sides, you know, and it was, it was hard. I felt like, and I even adjusted the um, speed at which I, uh, was it the uh, scroll speed? Yeah. The scroll speed for, for in the settings and it still didn't seem to do much. So I'm curious. I need to play some more to see, but I mean, at least I'm happy. At least the gun does more damage because man, it sucked in the beta, like just laying into things and well, nobody's dying. It's like, this is insane. But Well, we'll be able to keep, I have to try it out tomorrow. I was in a rocket um, turret, so I Mm -hmm. kind of, I think I just associated the slower speed to the fact that it's a rocket. So it just kind of in my head made sense Um, along. So part of the, uh, the multiplayer being out season one started as well um, as Matt, I believe Matt or Rich had already said uh, heroes of reach. Mm -hmm. Um, It it is, we've discussed it before on the podcast, uh, it is a little weird that all of the progression is purely tied to doing challenges. I, not that I had a whole lot of issues triggering challenges. It seemed like every match I got s- some type of progression towards it. But it definitely felt, especially now that I've looked at where the I, I unlocked one and, and got like a background. And obviously, if I pay the 10 bucks, I could get like, a I think, a helmet for level one. Um but it looked like the experience I needed to go from one to two was massively different. Yeah, I don't know what your guys' experience is so far. Um, this challenge system needs to go. Oh, well, sorry. Y- you can supplement the XP gained with the challenge system. I'm fine with that, but you need per game. And at some point they're going to have to change kills it. And that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, like I, I was, I, hopped on the halo reddit today and there's already a couple posts of people like i played i did like super amazing i got all these medals and blah 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 but since i didn't kill with this one gun or punch somebody or whatever my experience didn't go anywhere and not that i'm somebody that needs to be constantly rewarded but you have that system in there and basing it off as somebody who played a lot of destiny everything was based on bounties it sucks Mm -hmm. although they're multiplayer you did get some experience 
you know, per game, but it's, it's not fun. It forces you to play certain ways that maybe you don't want to. And if I want to just hop in, blow off steam and I use, I don't know, whatever, <clears throat> the, the sidekick all night, I shouldn't be penalized, you know, because, oh, I'm not switching to the needler or, you know, the battle rifle or something like that. You know? Yeah. I don't like the idea of having to go out of my way to go and complete goofy challenges that I don't want to do. Like, yeah, if I have to go kill somebody, like kill five people with a heat wave. And it's like, man, I don't even like using the heat wave. I don't want to, like, I don't even care. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but at the same time, like, I mean, I guess I don't really care that much about yeah unlocking all the stuff. Yeah. yeah. At least not in that regard. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not that, it doesn't bother me that much because I'm not going out of my way to go get it, but I can see how that would be really frustrating. If you spend the money on the battle pass and that's the only way to progress it, then you're being forced to potentially play a way that you don't, you know, maybe don't prefer playing because you got it, you know, you feel the need. I, I guess the nice thing is they don't expire. So maybe that's their right. you know, way out, but you know, it's, it's like, but it's even not if a fun re- situation. Yeah, and even if they rewarded just like a little bit of experience to at least make you feel like, you know, you don't have to go do the goofy challenges if you don't want to. You'll still, you know, just playing the game will reward you mm-hmm. with well, what it, you want. It seems weird that a game that has a, a long history of having medals be attached to it, that the mm-hmm. medals are are pointless when it comes to your progression in right. Battle Pass. I mean, and I'll be honest, while I did see a... Sp- a stat screen at the end of each match telling me my kill to death and well not my ratio but the actual kills and how many deaths and whatnot i haven't seen it like an actual like uh um combined stats for everything i've done which feels a little weird to me i don't know if you guys saw that and maybe i just missed it yeah this is i think something that we kind of talked about when we were reviewing the um that technical test that we did a month ago um the UI, like the post-game UI, is kind of weird, mm-hmm. um, and it it still needs work. I think. I I noticed in my two BTB games, I the yeah one I had to what hit hit right bumper twice to get over to the like the scorecard, and then the default columns that were shown were, I think it was rounds one, rounds lost type thing, and I'm like, this is BTB. I want kills, deaths, assists. Yeah. Why am I seeing this? So. Yeah, I mean that's that's just they need to finish. I don't know developing that. I wouldn't say that's a bug. That's probably just more they need to default to that on games that you're not. And it, and I'll be honest, yeah. even in those round games, I'd still rather see my KD. You know, right? Um, you know, but no, it's it, it still needs a little work. I will say the UI right now is it's still kind of clunky and busy. Yeah, but it doesn't feel as bad as the technical test (laughs) right it's definitely gotten better but it's still in my opinion needs a little bit of work some of the and and you're talking about key bindings some of the button bindings to go in and equip and do things like i'm so used to hitting a for certain things but some of the things to equip items is like x i'm like yeah that's weird yeah 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 and i think just the the especially with the key bindings on the well playing on the keyboard that list for adjusting those key bindings gets like really really long because you have all these different contexts that you're you know could be having controls for so that list gets ridiculously huge and having to scroll through all that is kind of annoying it would be nice to categorize that a little bit better so it'd be like you know like an on foot or like a vehicle or something like that or air vehicle or something just to kind of shrink that list a little bit so it's not 
you know, if I have to adjust some vehicle settings, it's scroll, 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 scroll. Okay, I got past all the on-foot stuff. Scroll, 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 scroll. Okay, now I'm finally to the, the vehicle stuff, you know. That would be, a, like, some, I guess, some feedback that I would give on that one. And, yeah, the score screen, I think, needs a little bit of adjusting to just give me, I don't know, like, I want to say better data. Like, the first thing you see when you go to the score screen is you can see your 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 kills, deaths, assists, so your KDA on that. But I really like just seeing just the regular, you know, the red and blue scoreboard, being able to tab through those just to see all, like, I want to see it collectively. You know, I want to see everybody's KD or what everybody Mm -hmm. did for, like, accuracy and, you know, headshots or whatever, you know. I like seeing that kind of stuff. Interesting. I mean, the developers have already said that they are going to be looking at the progression for the um, battle pass, as one thing, uh, along with, I mean, again, they did say it's a beta. They are going to be working on this as they go through it. Mm-hmm. So hopefully it won't take that long. Um, I mean, obviously there's a holiday coming up in next week, so we'll kind of Se- see what they push out. Season two, they're not going to push out an XP per game, you know, some way to solve the battle pass challenge system Well, before Christmas. I mean, we do already know that starting next week is their first major event, the Fractured Tenra. How am I supposed to say that word? Yes. Okay. Tenray. I don't know. Um, we'll kick. It starts um, November 23rd. Uh, we don't know a whole lot more past that at this point, but it will be the first major event inside the game. Uh, I'm super pumped to get into it. Cool. So, yep. I'll be playing first, first chance to work to get to the uh, samurai armor. That's true. That's true. Um, we might have to put together some streams for this, guys. Get the team together. We need That'd to. We need to squad up. I wanted to squad up with everybody last I night, know. but nobody wanted to play with me. Chris, I, I, <laughs> I got to get some stuff figured out. Uh, the the um, 4K capture card is being super cranky on whether or not it recognizes my computer, and that's yeah. a bit of an issue when you're trying to play a game. But um, hey. You, dear listener, get on our Discord right now and come right. play Halo with us. This is not a request. This is a demand. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we know you're out there. It's free to play. Us. Just play with us. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one other major thing to make sure we note, especially considering the time this uh, podcast comes out, um, you have until, what would it be? You have until the 23rd to collect some free um, items that come with signing in on the first week of the beta. So literally, in you there, just got to sign in. in. Yep, That's you just got to, it doesn't matter how busy you are, just get in there, just hit the sign in button. You get some. Uh, get your stuff. I, yeah, you get an I Love Bees emblem. And who doesn't love I Love Bees? That was That's awesome back in the day. Yeah. That's, a That's actually throwback. my emblem. <laughs> Is it? Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, I haven't messed with that stuff yet. I got to get in there and really play. Those with are them. my first achievements because I only had a few minutes uh, between some stuff last night. So I quick hopped in and started customizing. I got like six achievements. I was like, okay, <laughs> you cool. did get a lot just for doing that stuff. I did realize I adjusted my AI to be what I've now found to be the most annoying AI in the whole game. I haven't listened to the other ones. I don't care. This one is the most annoying. It's like Flint or something. It's like the third one in. Hmm. It's like a little no. triangle thing. And I just, I, I need it to stop. So I got to alter that once I get a, once we're done with this, I'll probably jump in there and get that fixed. But um, uh, you guys ready to start talking about some new info we have on the campaign itself? I suppose so. Sure. All right. 
So, um, yeah, we did get some more information on the Halo campaign. Um, we did. Most of it is is kind of confirming some things we already knew or some things we kind of inferred, I think is the right word, for the scenario. But, um, yeah, like we know it takes place on the Zeta Halo. Um, 18 months after Halo 5? Matt, you're better with the timeline stuff than I am on this one. Yeah, no, I mean, it's 18 months after after Halo 5. Um, and I guess kind of, you know, a lot of the stuff we've seen is something, some big battle takes place. And that's six months prior to starting Halo Infinite. So, I don't know, Chief's in cryo, captured, sleepy, floating. I don't know, it's floating in space, something, right? You know, um, but they're out there at Zeta Halo, which could be, I, I'm excited to see what they do lore wise because that's an exciting halo ring it's one of the original thirty thousand kilometer rings the massive ones from the original 12 halo array um but it got damaged during the the flood um forerunner war and ended up getting they shed a lot of the stuff made it smaller um and became one of the seven so again there's a lot of cool stuff they can do there um but yeah so 18 months since Halo 5, I kind of feel like they might be trying to pull a, a Rise of the Skywalker where they're just going to try to just brush away some of the stuff that happened in 5. But we'll see. We don't know. We'll find out when the campaign well, what, comes out. I mean, so one thing that I, you know, that I noticed is that a lot of the, I mean, the only thing that we saw as far as enemies were like Covenant enemies. I mean, they're mm-hmm. not technically the Covenant, right? But like they're, what, what the hell were those things called? Like all the okay. forerunner, they're, they're, all the forerunner the enemies from Prometheans. Oh, thank you. They yeah. are not. They have been confirmed. They are not in the game. This is a good campaign. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the 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 covenant now are the banished. Yeah. So yeah. you know they're led by the brute uh, chieftain that literally just blanked on his name. Um, it's not anyways, like the, it's not a, the Atriox is from Halo a- Wars, right? No, Atriox is, you know, he's, yeah, sorry. Atriox is the leader of the Banished. Uh, what we've seen in a lot of the marketing material is Eshroom. Esh- this new so, guy. Yeah. yeah. One of the, like, captains or whatever. But, um, yeah, so no Prometheans. Uh, no mention of the Flood, but uh, they're it's in sus. it. I'm calling it now. The Flood are in it. It's good. They're, they're, they're trying to make this a spiritual successor to halo ce what did we what ha- if anybody paid attention to halo ce up to launch i didn't i didn't either but playing no. the game you're five levels in you're having a good time murdering these alien bastards that are tra- trying to de- destroy the human race and then you you go hunting after captain keys because he's something's up and you get down there and some crazy shit happens with the flood right you find out right something's gonna happen some something midway you know Two thirds way through the game, floods floods in it. It they gotta be. Um, they're making a comeback. I'm calling it now. I mean, I I honestly I think it'll be closer, more akin to Halo Two, where they showed up in like the third mission. Third mission, your first mission as the Arbiter. Tr- but they're trying to keep it right. We knew oh, the yeah. flood existed at that point, right? Um, yeah. And they were kind of like, oh, we got to fight the Covenant because they're start- trying to destroy us. And what's this flood thing, right? But like. The advertising and the talk oh, and the yeah. everything's very reminiscent of how Bungie led up to Halo CE's launch and didn't say a thing about it, right? Um, plus, they're kind of in a, a big part of the story that I think uh, I think in one of the ex- 
or not i think i know halo wars 2 it, it, they're there they're back they've they're found on the ark right so i mean they're already still in the universe mm-hmm. and i mean the halo rings were there to kind of um a lot of them were there to study the flood you know along with preserving life and then destroying the universe of all sentient beings Woo. when necessary so you know they're coming back so do you think this is going to really like i guess bookend the trilogy of uh what 343 is trying to do and they're gonna like not make any more halo games or do you think this is gonna kind of spawn another trilogy like they talked about this as being a kind of spiritual successor but almost yeah. kind of like a reboot yeah so I think this speak- is i think this is i'm gonna use another star wars reference i think this is force awakens mixed with rise of skywalker where they want to do a fresh start it's going to be reminiscent of halo ce but they also want to kind of rise of skywalker and kind of forget about episode eight and kind of you know hand wave away some things and you know right just try to ignore and get back to what everybody loves yeah um, which so, is the multiplayer yeah what was it the reclaimer trilogy i think is what they were originally making with halo four five and then well I, i'm gonna guess that they're gonna reference that's canon that's part of the story but i think they're gonna separate themselves from it and this is this is a i don't know if they put a name to it but this is a new beginning this is a yeah whether it's a trilogy or whatever this is the beginning of whatever this next story is that that um 343 wants wants to tell and yeah. they did say that they like halo infinite is if everything works out and plans don't change is going to kind of continue to grow they made it sound like maybe in two years we'll get a whole nother campaign dropped and then a whole nother iteration of multiplayer right um and then it's going to start my really guess is it's going to start kind of feeling like MC, MCC is now, right? Right. They're, have really, those diff- they're really leaning into the game as a service kind of a thing. That well, it's just, I mean, it's Halo Infinite is because it could become more of like a a platform for Halo yeah. rather than like just a isolated Halo installation. Yeah. I mean, they, you call it Infinite. It kind of has an implication that this is something that should go on for, I mean, a while at the very eternity. Least. And I'm not even and. And yet, like, I think you're going to start the story is going to expand outside of, say, to Halo 2 at some point. Oh, yeah, you'd have hopefully to. even in in the campaign we're getting here now. Um, and they're alluding I, to that a little bit in the multiplayer, too, aren't they? Is that they're kind of having like these side stories going on between the seasons of the multiplayer stuff. Yeah. I'm not sure how closely that ties. I don't think it close ties in that closely to the campaign stuff, but it's got its own sort of story to it. Yeah, we got that trailer for. Was that Gamescom for the kind of the story with the yeah. season? So I haven't watched. I don't know if that's the exact same thing that starts off the season. I I don't know. I'd have to dig it into is. the see where it is. That's the video. If you, you get when if you, you do the the academy. I yeah I did the academy just before yeah. I jumped on and that's where it starts. Okay, yeah. So we'll have to see what kind of story they tell there. But um, no, I imagine. Yeah, I imagine. Again, my guess is it's going to be like a newer kind of maybe hopefully a better organized laid out MCC. As far as every few years, we're going to get a new campaign drop, a new iteration of multiplayer. Then you'll be able to manage installs like you can with MCC. And it's just going to grow and be a massive game. If you leave everything installed, but you'll be able to piecemeal campaigns and multiplayers out and whatever else they add. Yeah. Battle Royale. I mean, I can see that. Yeah. That makes it makes sense. Yeah. We'll have to see. Battle Royale does. Not, not, I mean, Battle Royale <laughs> Battle is kind of whatever. I don't Saw care that much. And I took it. Yeah, yeah. I don't care that much about Battle Royale stuff, to be honest with you. But 
I know there's I, a lot of people who do want battle royale. I so. just want to play an ODST again, and I actually want to have a couple That's missions actually... where I drop in in my 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 hell jumper pod, whatever they're called. I, I mean I that would be kind of cool. I think that's going to be part of this. It's still my theory. We know I mean, it you makes get sense. To, yeah, you know you get to drop in with pelicans. So to tell to have someone sit back and say, "Okay, we're going to do this," and and you'll be able to hell jump at least once or twice or into particular areas isn't mm-hmm. an, a, a a reach. Um, <laughs> I'm going to keep doing this the whole time. Ugh. <laughs> I was as yeah. bad as my Pringles joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. All right. Uh, any other thoughts on? Well, I mean, we didn't really dig into the. So, really, I yeah, think what was it? Game Informer and IGN kind of dug into some of the campaign stuff they got to play. Had a first impression. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah for, first impression. It sounded like they got to play the opening mission and some early parts of when you're on Halo. Um. Uh, you know we're gonna we're gonna say it now. I don't think I don't know what could be spoiler or what might not be spoiler. Um, so just cover well, your we're, ears. We're or, getting into the campaign. If you don't yeah. want to know about it, if you're listening, I can't really help you. If you're watching, there will be a chapter marker. Skip to the next one. Yeah, we we yeah we don't know what could be spoiler and what isn't. So just yeah, maybe this is nothing. But um, yeah, no, I mean, as story starts, I think this is known, but like. They, we don't know what's happened to Cortana. You have the weapon and you're... you're... But she has referenced, so... I mean, yeah, that did so... cover my big fear in, in during the E3 trailer. Where yeah, we, that she's just gone. Yeah, yeah, nothing. We don't know anything about what happened with Cortana or the result of Halo 5. And I imagine that's going to be some of the mystery they've baked into the campaign of, like, one, you're trying to fight and organize the UNSC on the Halo ring... T- because whatever happened with the battle, you're here stuck with the banished, right? And you're trying mm-hmm. to collect all your bros together so you can have a united front against the banished. Um, but I think part of that is also going to be trying to find, I guess, whatever happened to Cortana, what happened with the battle six months earlier. Um, probably get to know new Cortana, a.k.a. the weapon. Apparently that's her name, too. Not some, like, code name thing. But they could also be teasing, too. But um, who knows? It wouldn't take long for Master Chief to just be like, no, that's not your name. It's whatever. It's babe. Uh, right now, my current theory is Leela. Leela. It is a reference to... Um, Futurama. <laughs> no, it's a reference to um, Marathon. It was the first oh. AI you interact with. Okay, interesting. That could be cool. But uh, yeah, I mean, they, they kind of talked a little bit more about the... Op- the open air they don't want to call it open world and it doesn't sound and even true. even the press that were able to play it even said it's you know it's not some big like assassin's creed or far cry map but mm-hmm. um we will see if it's fun but i mean it, it and and if it is like all these weird points of interest but it does sound like go to an area clear out what they mentioned of uh hunt down special targets you know um, clear out bases to create forward operating bases, which like, I guess the cool idea there is the more FOBs forward operating bases that you unlock, the more valor you get. Valor is not, that's just allows you to call in bigger and better things. The more mm-hmm. valor you have. Um, the good news for anybody that doesn't want to do any of this open world air quotes stuff um, 
it sounds like you can kind of just stick on whatever the main quest is if you get yeah. this area and you don't want to clear out the different zones. Yeah. So what I'm kind of hoping for in all this, I mean, I'm not usually a super huge fan of open world games, especially if they kind of mimic like the Ubisoft grade open world games. But um, I'm hoping this is more Breath of the Wild like in terms of its open world and not so much like an Assassin's Creed Odyssey open world. What I mean by that is like one of the things I really did like about Breath of the Wild is that and what it sounds like they're kind of alluding to in the Halo campaign is that it's very um, non-linear. Is that like there are campaign points that you need to hit, but you Mm -hmm. can kind of do them out of order. And from the press releases that we have gotten, I think even over a year ago, kind of alluded to that's what they're kind of shooting for. So that's kind of what I'm expecting going into this is something a little bit more akin to like, we're going to give you this big open area. Now you, it's up to you how you want to progress the campaign and when you are going to progress the campaign. That's kind of what I'm hoping for in this anyway, that they borrowed more inspiration from, yeah, like, like a Breath of the Wild, less so from like a Ghost Recon Wildlands or something. You know what I mean? I just hope there's still some very well-crafted, essentially linear missions. Right. Because I will uh, put an, I will put I, an asterisk on that too, is that like one of the things that's nice about the Breath of the Wild is that they had very different areas. From the only thing that we've seen in this campaign so far is that there is a kind of upper level and a lower level. You know, there was like some sort of like tunnels and things like that that looked very like forerunner looking. And then there's everything on the upper level, which looks like, level two of halo ce yeah um i'm hoping that we get a little more than that and in some like banished base area and stuff so yeah i mean that's one of the cool things about a lot of the halo games was the variety of places you go so right yeah i'm I'm hoping there's more than just top of halo yeah reminiscent of halo level two of halo ce um yeah, forerunner kind of dungeony areas and and banished base areas. So hopefully there's more there, and hopefully there's more, just again more missions that take you other places on the ring or off the ring, um, whether it's banished ships, whether it's UNSC ships, whether it's forerunner stuff, whether it's other planets. You know, um, a lot of options there. But I, I'm hoping this isn't. I've said this before, there's like two open areas in Gears 5, and I don't think they added much to the game. They were just kind of larger areas to travel in, and then you found these little spokes, I'll say, Mm -hmm. on the edges of, and you went in, got a little bit of story, or went in, found a fancy weapon, you know, and to me, I get, you know, I guess a lot of people like that, but I wish it, I wish they just would have cut that out, and it would just been story missions, right? You know, um, I'm not, I like open world games, but I'll, I'll reserve my opinion on this, but I'm a little worried. So with uh, Halo Infinite. Nah, I mean, I, I don't know. It, but you're a Far Cry, you know, guy, you know, you like a lot of that open world. Well, stuff. I like open world, but I also am a massive Bioshock fan. Bioshock might currently be one of my all time favorite games. And that's super linear. Um, so, I mean, like what's kind of, I mean, yeah, th- this has been kind of the, drawing the point of contention between <clears throat> between you and Matt is that like what are your sort of expectations going into this Chris um mine would be I mean I because this is based upon what I'm seeing so far I'm expecting to have a game that does have these little 
has a more of a fuller world for you, fuller ring world for you to explore. But if you want to ignore it, you just ignore it. And that's it. That's kind of like some of the points in some of the earlier Halo games. It's just more of it. There are always occasionally these little spots that you could go interact with, or you could just completely brush it off and not really give a crap. Um, it's just going to be more. And I would honestly attribute that more to the, they have the hardware that will actually support it these days than uh, anything else. But I don't know that it would subtract from the game itself. Okay. Cause that was going to be kind of a follow-up question that I had is, you know, what is your opinion then on with them sort of tackling this open world concept versus a linear, you know, a linear campaign with an open world concept, it could be perceived that it's, a bit harder to tell a more cohesive story when you have things kind of fragmented about the map and you kind of pick and choose what you want to do at kind of at your choosing. Um, so, I mean, like what's kind of your opinion on that? Does that kind of. It, it depends on how it actually, how it actually handles things. Cause you can still kind of still uh, funnel players through a story progression at the end of the day. That's not, that's something a lot of games can do and, and handle fairly well. Um, it, I think people see open world and say that it's immediately not a, what they're used to. Ergo, it's not good. It, I see the chance to just have more things to do if you want. But otherwise, you just ignore it and just keep moving. The, the only way it's a hang up is if it's the exploration of that world is tied to the progression of the story, which... We don't know yet. That's kind of the key thing we need to find out. Yeah. I suppose. I mean, my, my thought would be is that, yeah, if, if if we don't have a good variety of, you know, like areas to go and explore, yeah. that would be a pretty big detriment too, is that, you know, when you do these sort of linear campaign missions, you can kind of go crazy and have different areas or, you know, the different biomes and things like that. It would be nice to see something like that. We haven't seen anything like that yet in any of the press releases, but again, yeah, this yeah, is keeping that close to the chest so far. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll, we'll have to see when the time comes, I suppose. I mean, Matt, what do you, what do you think? I mean, do you think that the, like, do you think it being nonlinear, a nonlinear campaign could be detrimental to the storytelling of this? Um, or do you think that just kind of a break in the formula is, I guess, inherently a bad thing? I, I mean, I guess, you know, to Chris's point, it's going to kind of depend on how they handle it. I personally would prefer that they just keep me on the roller coaster, you know, instead of having me, you know, get off and, you know, go do this. Oh, I could do this objective and that objective. But, you know, I just, you know, and I don't mind big, large open areas, but if I'm, I mean, I know me too, so I'm going to go into these open areas and try to clear them out, especially since there's uh, uh, what they call Spartan cores and stuff that help you upgrade different armor abilities. Um, but no, I mean, I, I mean, the 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 mat in me wants to say, yes, it's going to be detrimental to the story and it's going to suck, but we really don't know. Um, I just, yeah. I would say the biggest thing is because we haven't seen very much, for all we know, this what we've seen so far kind of constitutes these open worlds may only constitute like 50% of the game and the rest of the game is more of that, you know, um, <laughs> the library or some of those more uh, funneled kind of storytelling missions. 
Mm-hmm. We just haven't seen it, unfortunately. Well, I just, I, don't know. I, I, I guess when I'm, when I'm experiencing a story, something that should be rich with story, you know, like, uh, you know, Doom's a good one, Bioshock, you know, you're kind of constantly just, you know, there's never just like, here's an open area, go ahead and, you know, go play the story whenever, you know, that's, that's more, you know, you can tell good stories that way, but I mean, what's one recently that I, that, uh, was it Rise of the Tomb? No, what was it Shadow of the Tomb Raider? Right. So to me, they, they expand a little bit more on the open world from the second game. They added more chores to do. And I found myself doing more and more things that I kind of lost track of what the main objective was um, and really took away from the story, the story pacing from the first two games. Again, I know there's some like open world stuff in, in those games, but they were never massive. I found in, in the third one, there was a lot more chores and it really took me out of the story and really, and you know, you want to do it so you could level up and get points and skills and all that stuff. Um, and it kind of hurt the narrative for me. I kind of lost track because I was like, well, I want to get better at all these skills that they put in here. Um, and I could see something similar to Halo is where, you know, you're, you're, you're taking the player out of this. You're, you're tempting the player to stop, you know, going on, on the, the narrative train. Um, which again, some people may like for me, I'd rather just stay on that, 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 that train and just give me those levels. Let me work through them. Let me consume the story but hell you could even you could even you could have a lot of those objectives that like open up after it's a bad comparison but like destiny right first couple levels you play in there you're you didn't know it at the time but you're kind of working through some levels but really you're working through the open world areas but at the end you can come back to those patrol spaces and do objectives do different things you know after you know maybe the first time through the experience, it's a much more linear thing. And then you can come back and they have these, you know, Oh, you, you know, you beat the campaign now, now go upgrade your gear by running around the halo ring and saving some Marines and opening FOBs and mm-hmm. killing this but, target that got away. I, I feel like at the end of the day, that's, that's all comes down to the player. Cause I mean, I can turn, I've, I have turned fallout into a linear tor- uh, storytelling experience, especially like New Vegas. I ended up following a very linear path until all of a sudden I realized I was more or less up to the end because it's it. I just got engrossed into what was going on. Mm-hmm. It's all about, it, at the end of the day, it is on their side to make that story compelling to make you kind of keep going forward and the player to actually get engaged into that. I mean, I mean, that's true. Um, I mean, that's, you know, you, you bring up a very good point that, you know, there's a lot of really good storytelling in games like Fallout and, you know, uh, those kinds of open world games that do tell a pretty cohesive story, even with allowing you to branch out and kind of do a lot of other stuff. But I think um, if I were to flip this on its head, though, I think one of the really big concerns is that this is a really big shakeup of the formula. Because, you know, the core Halo fan base has been pretty rock solid in this sort of formula for 20 years. Um, Switching over to this, you know, of course, could be viewed as just either trend chasing or a flex of their technology or something that's really not what they're aiming. They're not aiming to do. What am I trying to say here? They're not aiming to go and tell necessarily a very cohesive story, or at least they're going to try to, but they're also trying to pile on that 
you know, we want to chase trends, but we also want to flex our big hardware. We want to do all these different things. And I think the worry comes from is that they're trying something very, very new that they haven't done before, which I think is fair because if like, if we're, like I said, if we were to flip this on its head, take your fallout example, what if fallout decided to go and they wanted a very linear mission structure? Like they abandoned the open world idea. They say, no, we want to have like really, you know, like scripted events. We want to have set pieces. We want to have, you know, very linear game, you know, like, I feel like that would probably shake up that fan base oh, yeah, pretty big do. too. Cause it's like, what? Like, you know, like this is stuff that I'm really used to. I, I would argue the difference is fallout hasn't had to deal with uh, a couple of releases that weren't well received. I mean, fallout 76 wasn't very well received. Well, but that, that was for different reasons. <laughs> yeah. Although I mean, to be fair, I think some of those follow, like I think Most a lot of, of fallout games were all, yeah, the, I think, um, a lot of people like a lot of the different Fallout games for different reasons, right? Mm-hmm. Just like the Halo games. I mean, people loved Halo 5 for the multiplayer. People loved Halo 4 for whatever accolades that got. I don't know. I didn't like I Halo no 4. Idea. But um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like people will like it for, for different reasons. And I think really the, the biggest blunder that they had was Halo 5. You know, like for the most part, all of the Halo games were pretty decently well received except halo 5's campaign which was felt like kind of a mess but that's a that's a whole different story in and of itself i forget i forget how she did but one of the press people like poked fun at at halo 5 and like was i forget the new character's name but they're like yeah 343 actually gave him a personality unlike Locke in halo 5 i feel bad that's an actual actor like wrecked um played luke cage in the um marvel netflix shows mm-hmm. um, i mean he's a fine actor he just got yeah. a bad script uh, yeah yeah i hope uh, yeah <laughs> and not a lot to do um you guys want to keep talking halo or should you guys want to move we on we should move on because we should move i was on. gonna say yeah, we've been talking about halo for a bit with, all right no marketing let's, like i say yeah so like beyond that i mean let's end this on you know like a, a good happy note we love halo right like yeah. we don't want to just shit on 343 we don't want to just shit on halo because at the end of the day halo is like we have very good memories of Halo. Well, yep. and I think the brass tacks right now, we in the actual experience of playing it, we're enjoying the multiplayer. Yeah. As I of right now, I say otherwise. I think for like, especially for like Matt and I, what it's like right now is like we saw, you know, we saw Halo kind of do a face plant on Halo 5. And now they're going in, they got, they're on the bars, and now they're up in the air doing all these flips, and we're just like, Stick landing. <laughs> yeah, and I already have my card coming optimistic. out. Yeah, I we're cautious. Yeah, we want I might it to shit be good. On a lot, but I want it but to. We're be just good. like, of course, you guys do. Yeah. So um, with that, I mean, one of the things that they ended with with the Halo with this Xbox celebration was like, you know, like I feel like we need to reminisce a little bit to kind of make ourselves feel better. We should do that. We should yeah. do that. Yeah. I wanna, so I want to point out one good thing though about this new <laughs> campaign stuff. No, it's it's quick. The one thing three four three is finally nailed. They're they like home run. Master Chief looks fucking beautiful. He does look they, really good. They nailed it. This like this is he looks how he's supposed to be. I don't know what they did to him in Halo Four and Halo Five, but Chief Chief's looking looking fine, looking fly in his Mjolnir or whatever version yeah. of it is now. I don't know. Hundred percent. 
He looks. He looks. Yeah, what good. are they? Seven or something now? Six? I, I don't know behind. where they're at. Yeah. So then I ask you guys this question: On the Halo, you know, after the whole, um, after the whole celebration on Twitter, Xbox or Xbox took to Twitter and they basically asked everybody, "What was your favorite Halo moment?" So I ask you guys, "What was your favorite Halo moment?" Do you have a favorite Halo moment? I have a lot, but I have one in particular, yeah. Can I do a disappointing one? No, this is... We're trying to end this on a happy note, Matt. Your favorite Halo moment. Your favorite... What is it? Act 3 not being in Halo 2. I mean, that's that's, that's a, a very, you know, like... It ended epically. But there was supposed, you know, there was supposed to be more, and then we had to wait what three years for Halo Three to finish the fight. Um, like that was epic in its own way, in a fun and sad way. That was kind of funny. Um, no, I mean, like I, I think I'd have to go. Like the earliest one was probably playing through Legendary with my buddy and hitting the flood for the first time because you know I'm you know you were what 11 I was 15 16 and you know I was like holy shit what are these things you know <laughs> How about you Rich Oh man so my favorite I mean always like my my favorite memories of Halo have got to be the multiplayer stuff I mean, that's that's going to be kind of a given. Like, the campaign was fun, and I did a lot of co-op with the campaign with a lot of friends and all that, but my my favorite memories were always um, the LAN parties. Uh, when we were in, you know, like, middle school, high school, all the way up and even till Halo 2's release and after, you know, we had people over. Um, we would have people over, and we would play, you know, set up, three, four Xboxes in my basement. We'd have our friends lug their, their CRT TVs over. We'd be, <laughs> we'd be calling up as many friends as we could get and be like, okay, how many controllers do you got? All right, bring three. Bring as many controllers as you can grab. And then we'd have a bunch of people come over and have like a really kick-ass LAN party. Um, right to the wee hours of the morning. Yeah. Print pizza oh, yeah. and Mountain Dew and, and chips and all donuts, that. Yep. Funyuns. And we would, yeah, we would be playing until like, you know, four in the morning. Basically, everybody would just eventually sleep at the house or don't. They just stay up all night. It's just kind of up to them. Funny but like, those, yeah. yeah, we had we had so many of those throughout like middle school, high school. I, that that was eventually what I did for, um, you know, like my graduation party. When I graduated high school, we ended up having a Halo land. Just kind of it was like a yay, like land parties are fun. Um. Yeah, that was what got me into into playing Halo, or not no. really. That that wasn't what got me into playing Halo. That's a different story. But <laughs> yeah, That's your that fondest was memory. That is my fondest memory of playing Halo is the LAN parties. <sighs> I have... Shout, including like uh, our special guest. You know, like one of our special guests, Sam. You know, he's been on the mm-hmm. podcast a couple of times. He was he part he was a participant in many of those <laughs> LAN parties, supplying copies of the Halo disc and all that. And shout out to all the friends of mine who are uh, if you're listening to this. Fondest memories. I have a lot of those kind of memories too, though. I will say with Halo, uh, and if you follow me on Twitter at uh, Zomper, if you already know about this, um, when back in my senior year of high school, which was 2002, 2003, I had <laughs> 
four hours of uh study hall basically Ooh. yeah i i i front loaded all the early years of school so uh i had a bunch of spare time uh and i actually managed to share that spare time with um our buddy mike and um because i had the uh xbox and i we had access to the video production uh the video studio the tv studio they had in oh, our sure. school yep i hauled the xbox to school and we played halo for 4 hours pretty much every morning for like at least the full semester and it was awesome we were just a dark studio just us playing on an xbox occasionally someone would come in and we'd just teacher nope all right it's all good just keep going it's just uh, it's just an eight it's fine we just keep going keep going and you know we just burned through the campaign a million times did a ton of multiplayer just (sighs) so many fond memories doing that Mm -hmm. absolutely loved it so then i want a a fun sorry go ahead yeah go ahead go for it to say you want to hear a fun story yeah i kind of forget about this sometimes um i was in a, a a commercial for halo what Where are you now yeah. i am going to find this uh halo reach commercial so i worked at best buy at the time and out here is uh in minnesota minneapolis is best buy headquarters mm-hmm. and yeah. so they were putting together a commercial for halo reach and they put out a call to a bunch of the stores in the area and and a bunch of me and some of the guys i worked with we ended up going up to one of the because they filmed it at a store uh, one of the stores nearby and uh, we went up there. I think I'm in it for like maybe a, it's it's um, trying to remember. It's been so long since I've I've watched it or looked at it. I th- it was just an advertisement for Halo Reach at Best Buy. And, you know, a bunch of people are standing around two people playing the game and it cuts back and forth between, you know, a bunch of people cheering and these two people on and then game clips and stuff. Um, I'm somewhere in the crowd. I'd have to go find it and, and find me in it. But, yeah, there's me and a couple couple buddies and. Uh, that I worked with in that commercial. So yeah. if if we find the footage, I'll make sure to to put it up here. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll help here. try to find it after this and, and see. If are they can. all are they all in the blue shirt sitting on a couch? <laughs> uh, there, there was, there, that was one? Two, there was two two people sitting on you know single chairs and then like a kind of a crowd of I don't know there was maybe ten or fifteen of us yeah around uh around people like behind them cheering them on as they're they're sitting there playing the game. I think um, I found it. Yeah. Oh, All right, well, we'll have to share it on on the socials, and and Chris can throw it in the video version. Oh, here, absolutely but, um, will. Yeah, I'm curious. You'll have to share it. I'll I'll have to see if I can pick. Again, <laughs> I was. It's one of those that cut in between the different scenes and stuff. I you know I remember slowing slowing it down and pausing it and and seeing like my face for. Yeah, it's a good time. Join our. I was fun too because since it was since it was filmed at a store, um, we had to do it at like this was like. 2 3 a.m. right sure. you know like we came out like i think uh, at midnight and they had to do all the setup and we're just sitting there waiting around and yeah it's a good time. i'm trying to see if i can find matt but i don't see him or at least I'll i can't to, see this, this this the quality on this uh it's really i'm bad. sure it's really it's low really, at this point it's really low yeah good old 480p but i'm pretty sure i've got the right commercial here. yeah that, that's that's pretty sure that's it Oh boy! Are you standing in the back, or are you like the dude crouched <laughs> on the side, or something? I'd have to look here. Yeah, I'll have to maximize it on my video here, and we'll find. But we'll find it. We'll share. Or we That's found funny. It. Absolutely, we'll share it, so. that we'll share is it. hilarious. I love this. I'm surprised, you know, think about it. I. 
I wasn't in it very much, so it's not something like I widely advertised. So, but now thinking about it, yeah, that's I think the first time I told you guys. So. <laughs> We're gonna need like a little arrow or something to point should, to. Matt. Oh yeah, oh we should will. Put, should put it on a resume. So there you go. Yeah, it's your acting. <laughs> no, um, that's definitely that's definitely it. I see two of the guys I worked with. Um, yeah, <laughs> right up there. Good times. I'll find me in there. So. But. I would say uh, stay tuned. Uh, I'm sure we're pretty much assuming we're going to have Halo news probably for the rest of the the year, realistically, um, at least our year before we go on hiatus for the holiday season. Yeah. Um, but let's jump into our next segment here, the Game Awards and the really the best part, the Campies. Ooh. Yeah. We are. Uh, yes. Oh, yes. Our award uh, that we give out. Um for to the ourselves. Guys. Well, I like to think we give them out to the uh, <laughs> companies that that whose games we've played. Um, they did announce the game awards. We already kind of knew it was going to be December 9th of uh, Thursday uh, coming up here. Um, they did post today the link to go to to vote for the games for the different categories. Um, I have already voted myself. Um you voted for, for yourself for everything. Yeah. yeah just write I, it. I have to be honest. I mean, like <laughs> my, my voice work in resident evil village was top notch. So uh, I made sure to vote for myself on that one. Actually, I just gave a little hint on who I voted for, for one of the awards. Um, but yeah, we're, what did they, we expect to show, they expect to show 40 to 50 different games. I'm assuming that's new games. Like we're getting trailers again. We world get world premieres. premieres. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to see what we get to uh learn about. I might have to take the next day off just to and the way take it all in. And the way Keeley's been going with all this stuff, um Yeah, he's been crushing. You know, a it. lot of a lot of the stuff coming out. Oh yeah. Um funny, I forgot I put this note in here. I put Halo series question mark because there's supposed to be some like TV show movie stuff in there. Um you think I mean, we'll get we that could get, we get more, we could get more. Um yeah, they, they, but uh, I forgot right. I, wrote, I put that note in there before yesterday happened. So, uh, yeah, we could get more or, or just nothing at all. But I mean, the the um, campaign would be live at that point, so it wouldn't be horribly surprising to see them drop a full size trailer. Um, That'd be cool. Yeah, maybe actually hear Pablo Driver play um, Master Chief because that's something I'm still not ready for. To not hear the same. It is old what it voice. is. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's a movie or a TV show. It was going to be different, but he's a good actor. I like him a lot. I. It's just going to be different. But, yeah. but uh, no, I mean uh, to mention too, the Campies will will be covering both the awards and the Campies. Correct. The following episode after that, so yeah. which will be our final episode for the year. Yep. Um, and that'll, and that'll close out our December. Then we go on our holiday break. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Though you will be able to keep on an eye on YouTube. We're still going to put up some other content, some streaming, that kind of stuff. Um, I we'll be around. Yeah, we're going to be in discord. We'll definitely be active, but so make sure to uh, don't forget about us, please. Um, well, yeah, I'm excited for the game awards. It's always a good time. We get to see some of the coolest trailers at the game awards now, which makes me feel a little weird, but it is what it is. I don't know what your guys' thoughts are. No, I'm, it'll be it'll be interesting. I mean, I won't be able to watch it live. I'll have to watch a like a rebroadcast of something. In rebroadcast 4K. of it. <laughs> in 4K. Yep, in 4K. 4K. 
but, but stay tuned for the campies because that's going to be fun. That's always I'm so excited to to start thinking up that episode and what I want to vote for. Um, yeah, I'm so pumped. Um, last in our last of us two is taking home all trophies. Yes, <laughs> they're gonna win everything again. Spoiler alert, but okay. <laughs> um, so let's get to our our main uh, the only other game that we really have a conversation about um, among us came out with a pretty substantial update this past week that added a ton of content for the game, mm-hmm. um, including achievements, which is kind of, okay. yeah. Um, I know a lot of new cosmetic stuff because that's kind of where they kind of make most of their money at this point. Cause the game was so cheap when they sold it along with kind of helpful for a lot of people account linking because they're starting to become available everywhere though. I don't think they're on, they don't come on consoles until next month. Right. I think it's yeah. Early first week or two of next month. That's what I thought. Okay. So Mm -hmm. yeah, they're and roles. So you're not just the imposter or a crew member. There are roles you could play now, which, Oh my God, I really want to play this game so badly right now. Yeah, we're going to have to get some people together to play it. Right. But they also have, um, I mean, they also brought in their own, um, like, sort of progression system so that you you get, like, experience for playing games, doing tasks, that sort of thing, which makes sense why they would add in the account linking because if you're going to keep your progression, you kind of want to keep that across your platforms, which is pretty good. December 14th. December 14th. Okay. So that's uh, Wednesday uh, in the middle of December. I mean, obviously the 14th would be the middle, but um, all right, cool. I mean, I'm excited to play some more. We'll try to get some people from the discord together and we'll all. I'm really curious how the roles are going to right work out. Yeah. I, I, some of them mods that, that already do stuff like that. that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that seems to be where they haven't played the game. Time. Well, the so the yeah, there's a lot of modic modding community and a lot of uh the community that has kind of developed their own games within the game. Like hide and seek started off as just a game people played, and now it's a whole mode inside the game itself. Yep. Um, so it is cool to see them kind of adopt that kind of stuff and not tack it on as like, hey, we did this, you gotta pay. This is just a free download. Uh, and you just have to pay for the cosmetic stuff per usual. So, yep. Yeah, it'll be super fun. Join our Discord. We'll let you know when we're going to try to get online and we'll all try to kill each other out in space. Sounds very sus. It's very always, sus. Always what did sus. I, say? I said sus to somebody and they were super confused. They didn't know what it meant. Really? I thought that was so much into they're, the lexicon now. Yeah. They're really sussy. Yeah. It's a real I mean, sus guy. That in and of itself is sus. But all right, you guys ready for the quick round? Let's Get do it. Some do it. Kindling. Um, Take us on, Chris. All right. First off, here we got Twitch on st- I Switch. I, I tripped on it. I really. <laughs> uh, Twitch is now on Switch. Kind of helpful, especially cool. if you're. I'm assuming it helps you stream too, not just watch. So that's got to be kind of nice. Um, always good to have some native support. Uh, Steam Deck got delayed. Not horribly surprising, Not frankly. Yeah. Yeah. Chip. Uh, the supply chain is still an absolute mess, especially if you want chips. So, 
It's going to be that way, sadly, for quite a while. Um, and a positive news, yeah, positive news for Steam is their festival in February of 2022, a multi-day celebration of upcoming games. Save the date for our next fest, headed to Steam in February. Explore and play hundreds of game demos, watch developer live streams, and chat with the teams about their games in progress. It's this- very interesting. This is new. It sounds kind of cool. New. It is yeah, new, that's right? New. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, so I'm interested. Really? Because it sounds like a lot of early access stuff, Matt. You, yeah. You really excited? I'm, I'm gonna, they're <laughs> going to show off the, the Halo TV series. <laughs> Halo Another is on Steam. Another 15 second trailer. Uh, there's been a lot of news implying that putting Halo on Steam is one of the smartest things Microsoft has done in yeah. a while. Absolutely. And of course and it is. Yeah, right. right. Um, A little piece. It does. It is starting to look like the uh, Grand, uh, the GTA remastered games that just came out this past week may have been based off mobile ports, not on the original games. Um, Between some of the graphical issues that are coming up and some of the control methods, like these games really play and look like a mess. And it it turns out the developer of these games was, in fact, the developer of the original mobile port who also made the Xbox 360 port, which was widely regarded to be an absolutely awful game. Hmm. And um, it looks like that's just built off that. These remasters are just built off that same tech. So they're not fun. Which, which is sad. I mean, the thing to point out, too, is like, Rockstar took all the other versions down from their stores. Mm-hmm. There's no other way to mm-hmm. buy I can't play it anymore. The, the original ones. So it's Good frustrating. Thing I still have my PS2. <laughs> right. Um, Which is sad for me, too. Somebody, I was looking forward to this release because I've never played these games. And now I'll wait and, and yep. then I'll forget about it. And I'll never, and then I'll go back to never having played a the game. I will say the developer has responded to say they're going to fix it, but um, they're just going to copy and paste. All the I mean, from, I didn't want to say it out loud, but yeah, go ahead. Say the quiet part loud. That's fine, Matt. My favorite part was the rain was so bad and you could it's see so you atrocious. Could see it through you everything. Could, you could identify the pattern because yeah. they just tile the same kind of animation. And if you look on the ground, like when they were on the road and stuff, it's just like the exact it's same. Atrocious. Yeah, it's all it was terrible. Oh, I loved it when they had uh, I love seeing the the clip of the rain clipping behind the ocean and then mm-hmm. landing on the yeah. beach or, or whatever they like. <laughs> that was I, there was funny. part of the video where he went under the bridge and it's still pouring under the mm-hmm. bridge. <laughs> yeah, because you can't on a mobile device, you can't really develop occlusion like you could on a um on a full console game or full PC game. So mm-hmm. yeah, no, they're really bad. Um, Star Wars Eclipse is the rumored um, quadratic quad quantic. Qu- quantic dreams game. I can't say that word either. Um, quadratic formula. I teams. don't get me started, man. Um, we do know that they, that uh, quantic is working on a Star Wars game. This is kind of the rumor. So you really want me to say that name? I see that whoever put that in there said 200 years before Luke Skywalker uh, during the high Republic era, which is kind of the new point from a lot of star Wars media. Um, So it's not horribly surprising that they are, are looking there more so than anywhere else. Uh, So far, the narrative has been marked by exploration of the edges of the galaxy before settlement of what's known in the movies as the outer rim. Um, 
I put a lot of work into these notes. I'm sad when you don't read them. I am oh. not going to read that. <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> uh, fans of the it's Xbox 360, right? Man, I've, that's been mm-hmm. a long time. Um, one versus 100 might be making its return. Um, rumored to be in development at Alt Space VR, um, which is a part. Oh, which is a part of Microsoft's mixed reality division. That's why I thought I heard that name before. Uh, yeah, it might be coming back again. Which I I never played it when it was part of the Xbox 360. I don't know if you guys ever touched it I at never all. Did either I know I people did. liked it and were excited, it, and I've seen it was people really occasionally. I remember watching could, the TV show. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. For the so. It, it was one person against a crowd of people. Um, I don't really, I know that they did actually have at the time, Microsoft points being a part of what you could win, but I don't really remember the mechanics of the game itself because it's been 15 years. It's a a big trivia game, but yeah, it was a trivia contest. Yeah. It's during that, you know, the, the weakest link and who wants to be a millionaire, which I actually think is still on all that kind of stuff. It's that era. Um, Fable four may have been in development longer than we were initially, well, what we initially thought. I can't really say that we were misled or anything by that. Cause we just didn't know. Um, this is coming from one of the, uh, developer or <sighs> developers, engineers over at playground games, the current developers of Fable four. And of course of the absolutely fantastic Forza horizon five. Um, I'm, I'm excited ahead. for if this is true, for like obviously there's plenty of games that take longer than four years or you know due to potentially reboots or just the yeah. scale of the game but if it's been about four years and again we don't know how much of the you know, like pre-production and stuff like that was happening right um but this is exciting i like i hope this means that at game awards maybe a trailer that would you know, be, could be you know maybe yeah, maybe this is a, a next fall type thing we're actually getting because i know when they announced this everybody was uh speculating that uh you know they like essentially that they're just starting and it was just a cg right. trailer they we showed, might not right? see this till like 2024 or something like yeah that. but this this could be that it's it's coming sooner my oh. hopes are coming sooner maybe like next year but um yeah we'll have to wait wait and see All right uh, speaking of games, I do hope we get another trailer for at the Game Awards. Uh, Starfield is going to get full mod support, according to Todd Howard, which is going to be awesome. Um, they've done a pretty good job in general implementing mod support into the Bethesda lineup. Some of the the paid schemes seem a little weird, but overall, at least they're supporting it on, on all devices, which is just makes it a ton of fun. I uh, didn't see... I didn't see if it was coming at launch, though. That's the only like I kind of looked for it. So unless something came out in the last day or two, um, I didn't see if it's I haven't. Like, I'm, I cannot remember if Fallout had it at launch or not. Yeah, but Obviously, I mean, Elder the good news thing, is it's coming but, and it yeah. will be there at some point. Uh, along with something else that's coming is Fallout Five. Probably the least shocking news we could be giving you, but. The one thing we will forewarn you is it's going to be a long time before we mm-hmm. see it. Um, we have Starfield coming out next year. We have Elder Scrolls, Elder Scrolls coming out. Yep. Yep. At some point in the future, we don't really have a solid one on that one yet. So, but I like, it, um, it, like reading the article too, Todd Howard is literally like, it's basically just an, like an idea and it's going to be yeah. made, but literally all they have of it is a one page document that probably is just like in it, like, 
It says you know, Fallout written in crayon. Yeah, yeah, it just says Fallout. Yeah, it's a, a, a little crayon wow. drawing of a um, uh, Brotherhood of the Steel power, power suit armor. Or something. Yeah, yeah. Yep. It, you know, it's probably just such an insanely high level view of like their idea that they, you know, right. Yeah. But it's it's a little ways out. Yeah. So hopefully, you know, I, honestly, let's let them focus on Starfield and Elder Scrolls Six. I want to see those games come out first. Anyways, I do love Fallout. I'll be patient. Um, that's okay. Uh, and it's small bit of unfortunate news. Um, Tiny Tina's Assault on Dragon Keep, a Wonderlands one-shot adventure, is out now on Epic Games Store. At the time you're listening to this, it is no longer free to download. It was very briefly. Uh, it is now, though, only $10, which really isn't that bad. I haven't been had a chance to sit down and actually play it yet. But it is kind of leading you into the um, Tiny Tina's um, Wonderlands. Wonderlands. It is Wonderlands. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I, I wanted to say that, but my brain says, no, that's wrong. Oh, it's because um, they put Doom Wonderlands TM. one shot in the title. Yeah. So, the, so this is this is out on, yeah, like you said, the Steam, Epic, uh, Xbox, PlayStation, all that fun stuff. This is my understanding because I kind of I bought I got it free on Epic and I booted it up to kind of see what they did. All they've done, I played five minutes basically of it, is you can pick any of the normal uh, vault hunters like normal, but you're at zero. All the enemies start at zero. So basically, it just kind of pulled out that DLC and made it its own contained story. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. So, um, which is, I think, a great idea for anybody that's not played it before but yeah. doesn't want to spend the time leveling up because uh, it is, like I think, minimum level 30 if you have it as DLC, that's in, what, yeah, in that's where Borderlands you need to be. Too. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a famous so I, I, DLC. It, this oh. is fantastic. I've already got two buddies. I think we're going to try to play through it on PlayStation because they've never done it before. Um, and yeah, it's a, it's a ton of fun. I, I can't wait to do it. It's only 10 bucks. Um, you know, Black Friday and the holidays are coming up, so maybe you'll be able right. to get it for eight bucks or something. I don't uh, know, you know. Don't forget, Epic Games always gives you a coupon. <laughs> Every time you buy a game of theirs that's on sale during the holidays, at least they have in the past. Obviously, I don't know if they're going to do it again this year. Yeah, but yeah, hopefully you get it cheap. Um, last but not least, uh, we do have a finally have a release date of Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six hopefully. Extraction. <laughs> it's been delayed two or three times now. Yeah, yeah it's been I'm delayed like a lot. Um, it will be coming out on January 20th. Uh, for those that don't remember, it's the Rainbow Six game with weird alien creatures, infected creatures. It was called Quarantine and then had to get pulled because obviously quarantine during a pandemic. It's not really words we want to hear anymore. I think it would have been great marketing, right? That would have been a pretty good idea. Oh, people would have hated it. I think it would have been. I think lean, it yeah, lean it into fine. it a little bit. Yeah, you know? like, it's something um, we can all relate to now. Yeah, that's valid. Uh, it will support cross play and cross progression, which great. I, I, I'll be honest. I keep, I, every time I see people playing this game, see first impressions, I'm just like, this doesn't look fun. It doesn't but, look great, but you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, it is what it is. yeah. So you, if you play it, I hope you have fun with it. Not trying to knock it. Cause if I, I, I do like the tactical yeah. and control of rainbow six, siege so you know if you like that kind of it got i got the left for dead vibe from it so yeah but it seems slower paced yeah. which was what throws me off a little bit yeah. so i we'll hope, hopefully if you are a fan of rainbow six hopefully you do enjoy it um if you are 
let us know in the comments or on our Twitter, come to our discord, um, berate us for not really being, um, big into rainbow six anymore. Cause it used to be one of my all time favorites. Um, otherwise we, I, we I play a game. I'll play with you. Yeah, we might have to play with us. Oh, that's right. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Otherwise, I mean, guys, I don't know about you, but we need to jump into some uh, Halo multiplayer. So um, we should probably start wrapping this thing just up. End it now. <laughs> just hit the end button. Come on. Got some people to murder. <laughs> uh, it was a lot of fun today talking about some of our early uh, early thoughts about the Halo multiplayer. We'll definitely be coming back with some more next week and probably some other random news on the Halo series itself. Um, guys, as always, it's been a blast. And for everyone listening, again, like and subscribe. Find us on the little um, icons you could find below. Uh, also, at Camp Game Pod on Twitter, Campfire Gaming Podcast on Instagram, CampfireGamingPodcast.com for the website, which has links to literally everything. So if you can't remember anything, just remember that one. Um, but otherwise, we're going to be seeing you next time around the campfire.